Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Maya Josephine Bivens. Yes. What is one thing you are grateful for today? I'm grateful for, um, I love people. I, um, don't, I do, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're grateful for the people that you love? But I don't say that. Okay, well, what's, what's, what's one other thing you're grateful for? I'm grateful for everyone to go on the stage with me. Oh, very nice, big girl. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you. High five. Yeah. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What is up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Having It All podcast. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I am so grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful that you're here with me today to talk about what it looks like to have it all, an abundant, loving life. And I love that we're putting energy, our collective energy, into this conversation today because through conversations like these, we are going to shift the world. Yes, we are. And ah, I am so happy that you're here just hanging out. It is a beautiful, beautiful day wherever you are in the world. We got so much to be grateful for. And if you couldn't already figure it out from Maya's wonderful little intro, today we're talking about gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude is the super simple habit that can 100% change your happiness, relationships, money, and health. And I'm excited to dig into gratitude today in a way that I haven't done in the past because I've talked about gratitude in the show before. But I'm going to share with you my two gratitude practices. I'm going to talk to you about why they work. And I'm going to give you some tips for making it incredibly easy for you to start a gratitude practice in your life or continue one if you currently have it. So it's going to be an awesome episode today. And this is the type of thing where if you build this habit, it's just going to compound over time and it's going to have huge, huge impact on all different areas of your life. So today could be a turning point for you if you choose for it to be. All right, let's dig into a little bit of magic because boy, I've got so much magic right now. I got so much magic. And if this is the first time that you are here hanging out with us on the podcast, I gotta say welcome and thank you. And magic in the context of this show is all about how you influence yourself, others, or life in an empowering way. And here's the thing. You are a powerful person. You are an influential person. Influence isn't just something that happens on Instagram, right? It's not just something that happens with celebrities and people who get their faces on magazines. Every single person has influence because you've got people who are watching you. Yep. You've got people right now in your life who are watching you and are taking note on how you show up in the world, on your behavior, on your actions, and you influence them. And so by expressing these magical moments, what we're doing is we're acknowledging the power that we have to influence not only ourselves, but other people and life itself. And you are creating magic every single day in big ways and in small ways. And so what we're going to do right now, I'm going to share my magic, and then I want you to pause the episode, literally pause it, and in your own mind, reflect on a piece of magic in your life. Yes. So 
My magic is that it is Tuesday right now, and less than 48 hours ago, I was hanging out in England. Yep, Sarah, Maya, and I were at Hampton Court, uh, just outside of London, and we were exploring where Henry VIII set up shop and did some, uh, some, some, some historical things. Go Google Henry VIII if you don't know what he'd been up to. But my magic is just this incredible trip that we went on. It was a two-week trip to Europe, and we started in London. Then we went to a city called Ljubljana, which is the capital of Slovenia. Then from Ljubljana, we went to Lake Bled. And then from Lake Bled, we went back to London and London back to Atlanta. And it was magical in so many ways. It was the first time that Sarah, Maya, and I had traveled internationally. That was awesome. It was the first time Maya had been on a plane ride more than two hours long. You know, we had the eight and nine hour flights to and from London, and she was a rock star. Um, It was the first time I had done international travel uh, in a significant amount of travel with other members of my family. In this case, we flew over to Slovenia for my sister's wedding. So my mom was there, my sister was there, aunts and uncles, the whole crew. And I mean, there's so many magical moments I could talk about, but the, the, the one that was really the most powerful or, or one that really stands out for me is, is the stance that Sarah and I took for ourselves and for the other people in our family during the wedding. We showed up as love, unconditional love. And that had a huge ripple, I, I believe, and I saw um, throughout the members of my family. And what it looked like was, you know, Sarah and I just being loving towards everybody, you know, showing people love, receiving love from people, um, and taking a stand, you know what I mean? There was some stuff that went down during the wedding, which happens at at weddings and and big events, um, especially when you've got family and there's stress and all this stuff. And so just to see how Sarah and I stood, stood for ourselves and and stood for um, our family members, and then receiving the feedback from it. You know, my mom, she really affirmed Sarah in a powerful way, um, and she affirmed me as well in a powerful way. My sister sent Sarah some incredible affirmations, which, you know, it, it seems like that, that, that type of thing seemed so foreign years ago, um, but it happened, and it happened because of the stand that we took for ourselves and the space that we hold for, um, for others, and it's that space of love. So that was magical, just influencing ourselves to be love and to be loving throughout everything that went down over the trip. And um, go check out Sarah's Instagram. She has posted some absolutely incredible photos of our trip and all the different stops that we took. Sarah is a, does a really great job of uh, documenting and sharing on Instagram, much better than I do. So if you want to follow along with what we did and see the places that we went to, you can check her out at Sarah M. Bivens over at Instagram. I'll be getting my stuff on Instagram up sometime soon as well because I took a lot of photos too. But uh, yeah, that's my magic. So now is your time to pause the episode and think about a magical moment for yourself. When have you influenced self, others, or life in an empowering way? You've done it. I know you've done it today. Now is your time to think about it. Once you've done that, let's go ahead and talk about some listener love. I got so much love and appreciation and gratitude for you for tuning into this show because this show wouldn't reach the number of people it would if you weren't tuning in, if you weren't sharing it, if you weren't, you know, leaving your reviews and subscribing and doing all that stuff. So I got so much love for you. And today I want to I wanna shine a little bit of spotlight and point some love specifically at Sean um, over on Instagram. Sean, I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, I really, really love the connection. Um, I love the long message. It's just, it's awesome. And I really feel like we're able to create a connection. It's just not a, a one-way type of thing of me speaking into this podcast, but it becomes this two-way dialogue that um, I'm so grateful for. So, Sean, thank you for doing that. Thanks for taking the time to jump over on Instagram and uh, and connect. And thank you so much for um, suggesting a topic, Sean. I really love that. I love when when folks, uh, you know, tell me some things that that, that that's on their mind or things you want me to talk about. So, uh, Sean, I'll definitely do an episode talking about you know what's next in life and how we tend to move from thing to thing, from milestone to milestone always looking ahead and, and really never quite feeling like you're there. Um, I can 100% identify with that. And it's definitely something that um, I I have worked through and I still, it's still the thing I'm working through because I have this mentality of like always looking forward 
and always kind of striving for the next and the next. And so uh, I want to dedicate more time to talk about it. So Sean, stay tuned. There will be a future episode on your topic suggestion. So once again, Sean, thank you so much for connecting with me on Instagram. If you want to be like Sean and get into a dialogue with me or suggest a topic for the show or give me some feedback, maybe there's something that doesn't work for you. You'd like to see more of something or less of something or you just want to share some love, whatever it is, you can do so in two ways. The first way is Instagram. My handle is Matthew underscore Bivens. goes right into my DM box. The only folks who DM me are you all. And I love that. You know, it's just all full of love in my Instagram DM. So you can hit me up there. Or if you choose, you can email me, mattcbivens at gmail.com. That's my personal email address. It actually is my personal email address. And I reply to all my emails and all my messages personally. I don't have anybody else who who manages that type of thing for me. So if you reach out, you're going to get a message back and um, I would love to connect. So yeah, hit me up in those two ways. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Quick little reminder um, I guess it's not a reminder, it's an announcement. I haven't shared this before. Um, before we get into the episode, um, I have, I've, I've been a balanced lifestyle coach for a little while now. And um, typically I have done my coaching in these longer engagements, 12 weeks and 24 weeks. However, I am now opening up single calls. If you want to jump on a single call with me, I'm calling it having it all calls. We'll talk about abundance, we'll talk about life, talk about helping you get unstuck helping you feel more empowered, helping you get focused, and really moving you in the direction you want to go. I'm opening up my coaching now to do single calls. So instead of a 12-week thing or a 24-week thing, we can do a one call or maybe two calls or maybe three. But it's just a, a you know not a long-term agreement um, type of, of coaching that uh, I'm excited to do. I've been doing it now for a little while, kind of testing it out. Um, and I really do enjoy it. So uh, I'm going to be putting up a website f- just for this, and it's going to be coming soon. But for now, if you're interested, if you want to jump on a single coaching call with me, uh, or maybe there's something that you're going through right now, and you know that you don't really want to do 12 weeks, maybe you just want to do two sessions or three, if you want to do that, shoot me an email. Email me at matthew at matthewbivens.com. Email me at matthew at matthewbivens.com, um, and we will set something up. We'll get on the schedule, get on my calendar, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll create something really powerful. So again, this is for if you're interested in one, two, three coaching calls with me as opposed to a longer format thing. Uh, I'm excited to now be offering this to everybody, um, and there will be some, some future web pages where you can do all that automatically. But for now, just email me, matthewmatthewbivens.com. All right. Let's dig into today's topic, and uh, I hope that you loved Maya's intro, and the reason why I, I put that on there is because we have been practicing gratitudes with Maya for a long time now. It's probably been a couple of years, and so when I asked Maya, hey, Maya, what are you grateful for? She just can rattle this stuff off, and it's really amazing to watch. She's, she's, she's almost three years old. She'll be three years old in September. It's really amazing to watch her over the years really like pick out specific things that she's grateful for. And so I wanted to kick it off with that to show you that if creating a gratitude habit has been challenging for you, 
If it's been something that you started and stopped, started and stopped, something that you thought, you know, I, I, I believe it would be beneficial for me to, to practice gratitude, but it's just hard. Um, I want you to know that you can do it. If Maya can do it, she's two years old, you can do it as well. And so one of my goals at the end of this episode is that you're going to be equipped with some very, very simple things you can do to help you create a gratitude practice. And having any sort of gratitude practice can be a total game changer for you. I'm not kidding when I say that either. It can be a total game changer in your life because when you are routinely seeing things in your life that you're grateful for, seeing your blessings, seeing your magical moments, seeing your abundance, when you're doing that, it will shift your life in the realms of your happiness, your mental mindset, your relationship towards yourself, your relationship towards other people, your money. Yes, I'll tell you why then a little bit. And it'll transform your health as well. Your, your physical health can shift if you have a strong or as you develop a strong habit of expressing gratitude. And so that's what I'm going to be digging into today. And, and um, I'm actually, I did something really cool over my vacation that I mentioned in my magic. Um, one of my intentions, because I set intentions for, before big things in my life. And so for this, this trip, I said, you know, one of my intentions is I want to practice gratitude every single day. And I want to like write it down. That was the big thing for me. I want to write down my gratitude. And so I did that. And for 10 days, I well, not even 10 days. I think it was even longer than that. Um, almost two weeks, I wrote down what I was grateful for at the end of the night, every single day while I was was gone. Um, and it ended up with more than 10 pages of gratitudes. And so I'll share with you what some of those were because it might help to it might help you to see that it's not very doesn't have to be very difficult to express gratitudes and to form this habit. All right, let's start off with why this works. Because if you're like me, then sometimes you hear about things that might benefit your health or your well-being or happiness or any of that stuff. And you're like, okay, that's great and it's great. Okay, whatever. But if you don't really connect with the why, then it can be hard for you to move forward in actually establishing this as a habit. And the reasons why gratitude work, um, they're actually quite simple. Um, One of the the biggest kind of like most umbrella things is that gratitude as a habit works because what it does is it, it really encourages you, almost forces you to be in an empowered, positive mindset. And what happens is when you view your life through that lens of gratitude, when you are, you know, seeing all the amazing things that you have, when you are realizing your health, when you are realizing your wealth, when you are owning your creative power and all the awesome things in your life, when you're doing that, It puts you in a mindset that then colors or influences how you see other things in your life. It literally is like an emotional reset. And it can have instantaneous effects. This is for somebody who's been doing it for years or for a person who's never really done it intentionally. It can have instantaneous impact in in resetting your mood, resetting your well-being. Because when you're stopping to reflect on something you're grateful for, it is a pattern interrupt. And part of the reason why you might be feeling stuck right now, right? Maybe you're, you're feeling, you know, stressed out, whatever's going on. It's because there's a pattern going on. There's a pattern of thoughts. There's a pattern of beliefs. There's a pattern of stories, of internal conversation that is just running on this endless loop, going and going and going and going. And if you aren't very aware of it, right, if you're not doing something proactively about it, it can just take you down and just take you down that little rabbit hole of feeling scarce, of feeling fearful, of feeling, you know, like things aren't going your way. And so when you stop, And you say, no, in this moment, I'm going to reflect on something great that's going on. It is a pattern interrupt. It stops all that tape from running in your mind over and over and over. And this is, this works for so many different things, especially when you're stressed. Like when you're stressed out, right, your mind is really going. 
you're stressing about what's happening right now and how that's going to impact things happening in the next moment and what you don't have and all that, all that stuff. And so when you stop and you express that gratitude, it can shift you from feeling stressed out to an overall feeling of, wow, I have so much. Okay, this thing that I'm worrying about, maybe I don't need to worry about so much. Maybe it's not as terrible as my mind is creating right now. Because that's what our minds can do. They can turn a you know, molehill into a mountain. Our minds can really have this really powerful, crazy way of, of spinning fears and making them so much bigger and a situation so much worse than it actually is. And so that pattern interrupt of gratitude can have an immediate impact on your overall happiness. Now, there's a ton of research out there, ton of research out there on the the health impacts of gratitude. And if that's something that you want to dig into more, I totally encourage you, go and Google it. Go and Google it. There's a lot of people who have been studying these things and who have been, you know, doing experiments, you know, and they'll, they'll, it, you, they'll you can see all the different results and, and see you know, what they've, the different experiments they've put people through. And, you know, it's things like, for example, you have a control group of people who just go about their life and, you know, doing their thing. Then you got a group of people who might be um, reflecting on things that, that are awesome in their life, expressing gratitude. And then you have a group of people who are reflecting on things that are frustrating to them, right? Talking about things that annoy them. And guess which group, at the end of a specific period of time, guess which group has an overall positive impact on their life, Right? It's the people who've been reflecting on the gratitudes. There's a lot of studies just like that that show that when you take a moment to, to reflect on things you're grateful for, to identify the things in your life that you have, to look at life with the, the glass half full as opposed to half empty, it just impacts everything else. So go and do your own research. Go and Google it. And you can see that this stuff isn't just, you know, woo-woo fluff. It's not just some feel-good junk that, uh, you know, some self-help, whatever you want to call it. Like there's actual science behind this, these types of things. And one of the things that I've experienced personally is this cumulative effect of, of practicing gratitude. Because as you start to grow that muscle, right? Because it's like a muscle. You know, you go to a gym. If you've never been to a gym before, the first time you step in there and you grab some weights and you go do some bicep curls, it's going to be hard. You know, you're not going to be able to curl a whole lot of weight. And it's probably going to hurt during the exercise and it's going to hurt for a few days afterwards. That's simply because the muscle is weak. That's it. And over time, if you're consistent, guess what? The muscle gets stronger and now you can curl more weight. And now you can put more of that tension into your muscles and you aren't going to get tired as much. And your, your, your biceps are going to grow and your body's going to become more fit, right? And that's the same thing that happens with gratitude. As you begin in the beginning, it might feel tough. It's new, it's different. But as you continue with it, as you stick with it, and you go from doing a little bit of gratitude to now a little bit more, and you just keep going up and up and up, it starts to grow. That gratitude muscle starts to grow. And what happens is you actually start to rewire your brain to see your world differently. You begin to see that every single day is a great day, full of things for you to be grateful for. Rather than just seeing grateful moments that are sprinkled through your day or sprinkled through your week, you know, you see that every single day you have so much to be grateful for. And it literally rewires your brain. But you know what? It takes time. It takes time. That's why this is a thing that you want to turn into a habit. Because a habit is not a one-time activity. If you go out and run once in a month, you don't really have a running habit. You got to do it again and again and again. And so what I love about gratitude is that, is that cumulative effect. The more you do it and the more you stick with it, the greater impact it has, the greater benefits that it has. And I've experienced that firsthand. And so those are the part of the reasons why gratitude is so powerful and why gratitude works. And again, if you want more scientific information behind it, just go and do some Googling. Um, there's a, a, a psychologist named Robert Emmons. He's actually done a book called Thanks, which is really awesome. It's like the science, I think the title is Thanks, how the, how the new science of gratitude can make you happier. 
And um, he's a researcher, and he's done some really awesome stuff in the field of of gratitude and its benefits on your health. So go check him out, Robert Emmons, E-M-M-O-N-S, and uh, do a Google search. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about my gratitude practices. I've mentioned um, them both, but I really want to talk about what they are and help you get started in, uh, in doing them. If you don't have a gratitude practice um, or you want to strengthen one, then I'm sure you're going to be able to find something in one of the two that I do on a daily basis that can, you can incorporate into your life. So the first gratitude practice that I've been doing for years, and this is uh, something we started before my, uh, Sarah and I had Maya, um, it is sharing a piece of gratitude when we sit down to eat dinner. And it's very, very simple. Literally, as I'm sitting down to dinner, most of the time I'm not even seated, like my butt hasn't hit the seat yet. As I'm sitting down, I'll just share a couple of things that I'm grateful for from that specific day, right? So oftentimes I'm grateful for Sarah for cooking a meal because she's the one who does most of the dinner cooking. So I'll talk about why I'm grateful for this particular meal. And then I'll just reflect on a couple of things from that day or from my immediate environment that I'm grateful for. And I don't worry about if it's big or small because I realize that all gratitude is impactful and it's all important. And so this has been such a a simple and easy habit for me to form because I've paired it with something else that I do every single day and that's dinner. I I eat dinner every single day. So pairing the gratitude habit with my evening dinner has made it easier and this one has been a, a, you know, a pretty straightforward one for me. I don't write anything down with this particular gratitude habit. It's just all about as I'm sitting down to eat, let me reflect on a couple things that I'm grateful for. They can be big, they can be small, and I speak them out loud. And we go around the dinner table. You know, I'll share mine, Maya will share hers, Sarah will share hers. And what's really fascinating, and this is a true story, this has happened, um, I believe maybe two, a little over two weeks ago before we went on our trip, we sat down to eat and neither Sarah nor myself shared our gratitude. We just forgot that night, I guess. And Maya reminded us. She reminded us that, hey, we need to share something we're grateful for. She's like, mommy and daddy, we got to share gratitudes. And it was the, the, the sweetest little moment of, of her reminding us. And what I loved about it is that it really showed me that the habit of expressing gratitudes had been locked in with her. You know, it had been something that we had been doing regularly for a long time. And so it, she was looking forward to it. It was just part of dinner. And that's something that you can to do as well. So connect it with a meal and just be really simple and just share a piece of gratitude. So that's the first habit that I have. And the second one um, I mentioned is something that uh, I had been doing in the past, journaling my gratitudes. And I set the intention of doing it every single day and keeping it going while I was on my trip. And so for this one, uh, this is a nightly gratitude list. And the way that I do this one is I have a, a notepad of paper, um, just kind of like that yellow pad of paper, and I have a pen and it's next to my bed. The pad and the pen are next to my bed. And what I do is I write the date on the top of the page and then I just start listing a big dump of things that I'm grateful for. And the way that I do it is I'll start from the earliest thing that I can remember I'm grateful for from that day, and I'll just work chronologically forward. And what's really great about that is at the end of a day, I get to do this little quick scan of everything that happened in a day. So I get to reflect on all the things that went down during the day, and I get to pull little moments that I'm actually grateful for. And so what was really cool is when I did this over my vacation, because as I mentioned, one of my intentions was to keep this gratitude habit going and to express gratitude. And part of the reason was I had been uh, working with some scarce thoughts that had been popping up um, around money, around time, around just resources and, and creativity, just scarcity in general. And so I really wanted to be proactive about doing something about that. And I didn't want those thoughts to pop up while I was on vacation because I, I know that, you know, it could very much impact uh, the, the flow of, of my trip and impact how I felt about things day to day. So keeping that gratitude practice going was really great. And what was so cool is at the end of the day, I got to reflect on 
all the amazing things that we had done during the day. And what I found is that over the course of the two weeks, my list of things I was grateful for, it grew. You know, like the first day I had maybe a third of a page. And the second day I had maybe half. And then by the end of the first week, I was writing a full page of things I was grateful for. And by, you know, two nights ago when I finished the last night, it was just, it was almost two pages. And what's interesting for me is if you told me, hey, Matthew, I need you to sit down and uh, write out two pages of gratitudes. If you had told me that a year ago, it would have been like, you know, that would have been a chore. That would have felt like a to-do, you know? And I imagine that, that you might be feeling that right now, thinking, oh my gosh, sitting down and writing two pages of stuff, like... I don't want to add more things to the end of my night. By the end of the night, I'm just exhausted. I don't want to be writing. That sounds terrible. And I felt the same exact way, you know. Um, Writing is not something that I I do a whole lot right now, like physical writing with a pen and pad. I've been wanting to rebuild that as a habit, but it hasn't been something I've been doing for a while. So that whole idea of sitting down and writing, it just doesn't sound appealing. But what I've found is that as I've grown this muscle... Yeah, as I've grown this gratitude muscle, writing two plus pages worth of gratitudes, it's something I look forward to. It's effortless. And the feeling that I have afterwards is tremendous because I really see and feel that there are so many things that I have in my life that I I have to be grateful for, that are amazing, that are abundant, that just confirm my wealth and my worthiness and everything. And it is such a, a, an awesome, awesome feeling to look back on the day and to just spot all the amazing things that happen and all the amazing examples of the abundance that I'm blessed with. And that's how I feel about it now. But it didn't start out that way. And that's the whole point. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And so my two methods are, one is, is very simple. And they could both be very simple, honestly. You know, they don't, necess- they don't need to take a lot of time. But one of them for me is something I started because I wanted to keep it simple. And that's the sitting down, or that's the gratitudes when I sit down for dinner. That one, you know, I paired sharing my gratitudes with eating my dinner meal because I wanted to keep it simple. I wanted to not forget and I didn't want to spend a lot of time doing it. And that one takes about a minute, less than a minute for me and and just a couple minutes for the three of us, Sarah, Maya, and myself to share our gratitudes before we, or as we're eating. And it's just informal and it's, it's rad. It's awesome. And then the second practice of mine, the list, that one was, has been really great because it's shown me that, you know, I have this thought in my mind that something's going to be difficult or something's going to take a lot of time or something's not going to be appealing. But as I do it anyway, I, I tend to find that none of those things are true and that there are so many benefits that I'm receiving. And had I just not done it in the first place because of what the story I was telling myself, I would have missed out on a lot of magic. So hopefully from these two examples of how you can express gratitude, You have something that you can start yourself or something that you can add to your existing habit or you can build upon it. Now, I want to share a couple of tips. And these are things that I've learned over the years that really helped me to get started with my gratitude habit and to keep it going. And again, doing this whole gratitude thing was not easy for me. It took me a while to really build a habit around this. 
I had done journaling in the past and started and stopped. I had done expressing the gratitude out loud and started and stopped. And so when I, as I, as I've gotten to the place I am right now, you know, I've, I've learned techniques for myself that have helped me to keep things going. And, you know, starting simple has been one of the, the keys. And so that's the first of the five tips I want to share. The first one is to start super small, super, super small. If you don't have a gratitude practice, if you're just beginning one for the first time, start small. What that looks like is just sharing one thing you're grateful for in that day. Just one. And if writing it down seems too tough for you, then don't write it down. Just say it out loud. Right? One thing. Everybody can do one thing. That'll take you 20 seconds max to think about and express the one thing you're grateful for. And so whenever you're starting a new habit, it's always a great idea to start small. I know you might be thinking, okay, I want to maybe do a whole list, a full page list of all the things I'm grateful for. Or maybe you think that's what you need to do. Yeah, maybe you're like me and you're like, well, in order to get the full benefits, I need to have, I need to have a journaling gratitude habit, right? Or, you know, whatever it is. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. Because again, this is about just making those little mental shifts and rewiring your brain. And it always starts small. So start super small, pick one thing, and pick the method that's easiest for you to commit to. If you're already a writer, great. Add that to whatever else you write during the day. If you're not a writer, cool. Pick some other habit you have that you can pair your gratitude with. And that leads me to my second tip called habit stacking. This is all about practicing gratitude when you do something else, when you do some other habit. For example, when you brush your teeth, I'm sure you brush your teeth at least one time a day, right? So maybe the next time you brush your teeth, use that minute to also think about something you're grateful for. What are you doing in that minute anyway? You're just brushing your teeth, right? So use that time. Habit stack. You're already doing one habit. You've already established it. Now stack this next one, this gratitude habit on top of it. So you can do your gratitude when you're brushing your teeth or you can do it when you're sitting down and eating dinner, or maybe you're doing it in the morning as you're preparing your morning coffee, or during your exercise, if that's something that you do every day, whatever it is, pick something that you do daily and stack your gratitude habit right on top of it. Make it so easy. It it makes it so easy when you do that because you don't have to, to now add something totally brand new into your life. You're already doing this one thing, just stack your gratitude right on top. So that's my second tip. My third tip, this is for people who've got busy, busy lives, which is everybody, because we all have got busy lives, but schedule your gratitude if you need to. Actually schedule it on your calendar. So that can look like you getting your, your calendar. For me, I use Google Calendar. It could look like going in there and just scheduling like a five-minute block every single day that will pop up on your phone and it reminds you to do your, your gratitude or you just set an alarm on your phone to go off every day at the same time. And when it goes off, what you do at that time, in that moment, you just think of a few things you're grateful for. That's it. Again, it can take 20 seconds to think of one thing. So this is a very, very uh, technologically assisted way. And it's a great way to, to begin forming the habit is by using technology. And I actually use this method to to help build the habit for myself of reciting my mission statement every day. Yep. Because I wanted to make sure that I was reflecting on my mission statement, I was being intentional about pulling something from that mission statement that I wanted to embody, and I used this as a way to do that. I set an alarm on my phone, I put it in my Evernote, and it, it went off every day, at 5.40 in the morning. So the first thing I did when I opened my phone, I saw that alarm and that was my reminder to do my mission statement. So this is something that I've used in another area and you can use it right now with gratitudes. So either set an alarm to go off every day or make a, a, an item in your calendar to go off every day. And when it goes off, just right there in that moment, don't pause it, don't do it some other time. Right then, think of the thing you're grateful for. It only takes a couple of seconds. It really doesn't take a long time. That's my tip number three. My fourth tip 
is to not be picky. One of the things that we tend to do when we're sharing something like gratitude um, or like magic. Remember earlier in the episode, I talked about magic. And I said, magic, like, there's no magic too small for you to recognize. One of the things that we do is we tend to only think, okay, well, if I'm going to be, be grateful about something, it's got to be something big. That's not the case. Gratitude is not just about the big things that you're grateful for in life. There are some very small things that have a big impact or just very small things in general that you can be absolutely grateful for. You know, yesterday, for example, one of the things I wrote down, at night I went out and I watered my garden before bed and I was outside and I'm like, dang, it's like 80 something degrees right now. It's 10 o'clock at night here in Atlanta. It's like 80 something degrees. It is hot. And when I came back inside my house, it was cool. And I said, man, I am so grateful to have air conditioning. I am so grateful to have air conditioning because I know there's people out there right now who don't, who are sleeping in this heat. And when we were in London, one of the things that I didn't realize is that a lot of flats don't have AC. So in both of the Airbnbs that we rented, neither of them had AC. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is different. And London was going through a bit of a heat wave when we were there. So it was a little warm. So having air conditioning, very small thing, something that we all take for granted here in the States. It's easy to take it for granted. But you know what? I expressed my gratitude for AC yesterday. So when you're expressing gratitude, it doesn't have to be big stuff. It can be little things. Just appreciating the everyday things that you have in your life. And there is nothing too small for you to be thankful for. There really, really isn't. So that is my fourth tip. Don't be picky. Everything matters, big and the small. And my fifth and final tip, this is for you if you just feel like you constantly are experiencing challenges in your life. Because my final tip for expressing gratitude is to find gratitude within your challenges. Yeah. It's not always the place that you're going to want to go to find things that you're grateful for. But those challenges are showing up in your life for a reason. You've co-created them. You absolutely have. You've summoned them into your life for a reason. So they are there to teach you something. And if you're able to look at that challenge and say, you know what? I'm not enjoying you right now. I'm hating this. Like I'm being audited by the IRS and I'm absolutely hating it, right? Maybe that's your challenge. But if you can look at it and say, yeah, but you know what? I'm grateful for X, Y, and Z. Not only are you recognizing your power, because again, you created it. You co-created that challenge in some way. So not only are you recognizing your power, but you are shifting your relationship to it. You are shifting the feeling that you have towards that challenge. And you can actually turn it from something that feels like a challenge to something that now can feel like an opportunity or maybe even a blessing. Who knows? You have the opportunity to really change how you relate towards that challenge. And so have gratitude for things that are awesome in your life and the things that right now may not feel so awesome. You know, because when you do that, it can really open yourself up. It can really change your lens and change your perspective on how you view life, the good things and the bad things, the things that you really love and the challenges that really just, you know, you bang your head against the wall trying to figure them out. When you express gratitude for those challenges, it can have major, major impacts. And it then prepares you for the next time a challenge rolls up or the next time you experience stress. As you're rewiring your brain because you're expressing all those gratitudes, you may not look at those things as stressful anymore. Real talk, you may not look at them as challenging anymore. Like there are people out there who actually look at challenges as opportunities. Yes, you're listening to one of them. That's where I'm at. When something is hitting me and it's just this huge challenge, and I'm like, God, what is going on? And it sucks. It's not fun at all. And it just keeps showing up because I've had a practice like this with gratitude right? Because, you know, I rep these things so often, I can look at those things and be like, you know what? It sucks right now, but there's something in it for me to learn, for me to gain, for an area for me to grow, an area for me to heal. And that is honestly how I look at those things in my life that present as challenges. And you can too. So my fifth tip is really to find those gratitudes within those challenges. Now, last thing I want to say before I wrap this up. Remember I talked about how gratitude can shift your money? Yes. Well, I want to leave you with this idea because if, if you're like, okay, gratitude is whatever, 
but maybe you might be uh, thinking about money and maybe that might pique your interest. I want you to think about this because one of the things that expressing daily gratitudes does is it opens you up for abundance. It opens you up for more abundance to flow in your life. I guess more abundance is a bit redundant, right? It opens you up for just abundance to flow. Because here's the thing. If you are not thankful right now for what you have, possessions, people, money, then why do you think you should get any more of it? Think about that again. If you aren't thankful right now for the money that you have, then why would more money flow to you? The, the answer is that it's, it's not. It won't. That's not how things work. Gratitude opens you up to abundance because when you're thankful for every dollar that you got in your account, every dollar that you're generating, every dollar that's being donated to you in so many ways that you aren't even seeing, then you can recognize and be grateful for all the money that's flowing to you that hasn't gotten there yet. And that just opens you up to see abundance in so many areas, in so many ways, to see your wealth in so many places, to recognize that, you know what, the money that you want is all around you. The financial lifestyle you want is right there for you. You're just not seeing it. That's what a, what a practice of gratitude can do for you. It has absolutely 100% done that for me. Wealth has been one of the things that's been on my mind for 2019. I can't lie. Generating money, growing my income, becoming wealthy. And yesterday was my birthday, July 22nd. And the affirmation on my Louis A. calendar was all about wealth, was all about worthiness, was all about value and feeling like you deserve it. And one of the things that flowed to me in such abundance yesterday were birthday wishes. Birthday wishes from people who they were thinking about me. I was on their mind. And they wanted to say, hey, man, happy birthday. And as I was receiving those wishes, I started to really, really reflect on how freaking wealthy I am and how wealthy I am. Because for a lot of this year, I was focusing on wealth in terms of dollars and cents. But wealth is so much more than that. And so as I was practicing that gratitude for all those texts that were flowing through, I could just feel my wealth growing and growing and growing. And so if, if, if right now you're in that space and you're just hesitant or skeptical about gratitude, and maybe you're wanting more wealth in your life or wanting more money or wanting more abundance, then just recognize that as you become more thankful for what you have, you will experience more flowing to you. Because you are now a person who can maturely handle the things that flow to you. Because when you're not grateful for what you have, then you're not going to maturely handle all the things that flow to you, right? Think about it. The child who has no maturity around money, if you give that child a lot of money, they're just going to spend it recklessly, immaturely, right? And so with abundance, it actually happens the same type of way. If you have low maturity around abundance, and that looks like not being grateful, then don't expect a lot of abundance to flow your way. But when you really are repping that gratitude, really repping that thankfulness for every single thing that you have, every bite of food that's available in your refrigerator, every piece of air conditioning that flows through your house, if you're grateful for that crummy old car that rattles and shakes and pops and sputters, but gets you from point A to point B, then don't be surprised as more abundance flows towards you because you can handle it. You can use it maturely. You can actually know how to operate with it. That's just how the universe works. That's how things work. It is. If you don't believe it, just test it. Go out and prove me wrong. I would love for you to develop a gratitude practice so that you can test your skepticism about gratitude. And I get it because I've been there too. I'm a skeptical dude. Oh my gosh, I've been so skeptical. And I, I still am from time to time with things. But you know, today I'll go out and I'll test it. I'll go out and I'll try things. Like, you know what? All right. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to do this for 90 days. Or I'm going to do whatever. I've done it with health things. I've said, you know what? People have been telling me, let's, let's let go of dairy. And I'm like, you know what? I like dairy, but what's going to happen if I let it go? Let me try that for 30 days. I did that and a lot of things changed with my health. A lot of things changed with my diet. And so just try it out. If you're skeptical about the gratitudes, if you're skeptical about the impact all these things can have, give it a shot. You've got nothing to lose. 
And if you're the type of person who wants to incorporate more of this into your life, then my hope is that this episode has given you some very simple ways to do that and shown you that it doesn't take a lot to begin a practice of gratitude. You can start very small. You don't have to write anything down. You can just think about it. Just start by thinking about one thing a day and build from there because it's the cumulative effect. That's what this is about, the cumulative effect of growing this habit over time, of strengthening that muscle over time, of slowly shifting how you view the world. And you start to become thankful for so many things that you have. And you start to realize that you have so much. You've been blessed with so much. That you live an abundant, loving life. It's right there for you. It has nothing to do with things coming into your life that aren't already there. That's the mistake that a lot of people make. They believe they don't have it all because they don't have the car that they say they want. They don't have the house with all the bedrooms. They don't have the partner, the love partner in their life that fulfills them in XYZ way. And that's where you miss it. When you believe that your life is going to be happier when XYZ happens or when that thing enters your life, you've missed it. Gratitude is the solution. Gratitude is the way to really, truly have an abundant, loving life and feel like you have it all right now because you do. You absolutely do. So I'm excited for you to go out and grow your gratitude practice, cultivate your gratitude practice, really strengthen those gratitude muscles, and then share with me what's popping off in your life. What magical moments are you seeing? What is flowing into your life now that you're thankful for every single thing that you have and all the people, the wonderful people that you've got in your life? So please reach out to me. Let me know what you're grateful for. Let me know what your gratitude practice is. Maybe it's something that I can incorporate into my practice. You can hit me up, Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram or mattcbivens at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm grateful to you for hanging out with me on this episode of the Having It All podcast. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.